This is the Ball Talk Pod with Evan Kitzer and Shaden Jones. Starting now. Good afternoon and thanks for tuning in to the Ball Talk Pod with Evan Kitzer. On today's show, former Kentucky and Boston College quarterback Patrick Toll is here to join us. Patrick, thanks for coming on. Of course, thanks for having me. Our first topic of the day is your recruitment in high school. Of course you chose Kentucky, but what went behind your decision to choose the Cats, and were there any other teams that you were really considering at that time? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I was I was considering, I guess, Cincinnati. Uh, Bush Jones was there, which, um, you know, obviously I'm glad I didn't, I didn't go there. And, and Vanderbilt with Derek Mason. Uh, or not Derek Mason, with uh, James Franklin. He was their head coach at the time, and I um, was considering them too. But, you know, a lot – there's a lot of, I guess, factors that went into me going to Kentucky. Uh, first and foremost, my sister went there, um, and we got really close in high school, and I kind of wanted to, to go where she was. My parents met there um, at school, and they were in school there. And I grew up a huge Kentucky fan, so, um, you know, playing quarterback for the Cats had been my dream forever. When, you know, Coach Smith called and, um, you know, offered me a scholarship, it was a dream come true. Yeah, you were a really big high school recruit signing for Kentucky as you were a four-star recruit by most major sites, but uh, I was, of course, a huge fan of yours when you were the lead man at Kentucky, and I always believed in your abilities not only as a football player, but also as a leader on the field. Many people have stated, whether it's at Boston College or Kentucky, that you possess the trait of being a great leader. Is that something you have always had or something that you had to work at? Well, you know, I think it kind of goes both ways. You know, there's some people that kind of born with that that natural kind of, you know, that willingness to lead, I guess, and that kind of want to and that ability to, and there's some that, that develop it. You know, every situation is different. Um, you know, people people want to follow somebody who, you know, who cares about, you know, the people that they lead. Um, and I think it, I mean, Kentucky, you know, I cared about my teammates and I was elected a captain there, which was really, really an honor. And then, um, you know, when I got to Boston College, it was a little bit different, um, you know, because as a, quarterback that comes in as a fifth year who doesn't know anybody and stuff, you know, you can get in trouble if you just assume kind of a leadership position there, you know, there's, yeah. there's gotta be some stuff that kind of plays itself out. And um, I was able to do that and kind of, you know, just, just talk with that, with my work ethic and how I, how I worked and, you know, how I watched film and how I carried myself. And then as we got into spring practice and stuff, it just got a lot better. Yeah. I think that one of the main reasons you were successful is because of your leadership abilities and, because, like you said, players want to follow somebody that knows what they're doing and actually cares for them. So I really do like that about you, and that's always one of the things that uh, made me like you as a player. Uh, but most of our listeners are Kentucky fans, me being one of those fans. Uh, so can you tell us what you like in particular about your career at Kentucky? Yeah, you know, I think you know, we went 2-10, and 10 and... Um, you know, the, my first year there, um, and then two and 10 again, my second year, and then two back-to-back five and seven seasons. And I think, you know, if you look at kind of the steps the program has kind of made, right, we were really at the bottom. And then you know, I think in 2014 and 2015, we were just in the cusp of getting a ball game. So that was definitely a step up. And then you know, I think last year when Kentucky um, beat Louisville and then played Georgia Tech and the tax layer bowl, you know, that was a huge, huge step for them too. But, you know, I, 
Oh, I mean, there was a lot that went into it. Um, you know, I was just glad that I was able to play, you know, at, at a place that I loved. Um, you know, I I have no regrets in college or any decisions that I made, um, you know, whether it was in 2012 coming out of high school or, you know, 2016 transferring to Boston College. No regrets. Um, I don't, you know, wish away my time anywhere. Um, I loved every minute I spent at UK, um, and I'm forever grateful that I got I got to spend time there. As you said, we had progressively getting better each season, whether it's the 2-10, and ten, the 2-10, and ten, it's still the same because you're wanting – it's still getting better because you guys are growing as a group, and then you really saw it the next year as you went 5-7. and seven. So I do 100% think your time at Kentucky was a bright spot for fans because we really saw the program begin to turn around. Uh, Three-win progress in a season is a lot. And especially when we barely lost to barely lost to Florida, we haven't beat them since '86. But it feels the tide kind of turning now, and I think that Kentucky's going to get a win against them really soon. And it really showed our fans that we have something special coming up. So, what do you think now about the team and the direction they are headed? Well, you know, I, yeah, you know, I, I think. I think they're, you know, a, they're, they're a step ahead of where we were. Um, you know, when we finished five and seven, um, you know, twice in a row, and they went, you know, finished finish the regular season seven and five last year, and then we're able to do it this year. I, you know, I think they're definitely, you know, a step ahead, but I think they need to, they need to win a bowl game. Um, I think, you know, winning a bowl game is huge, and um, not only does you know, it give you that extra win, but, you know, it shows, it shows recruits that, that you're – eventually competing for championships um, and for Kentucky to compete in the East, which is what, you know, they're, they're trying to do to win the SEC East. They got to start winning, you know, some of these games. Um, and I think, I think, I definitely think they will. I think it's just a matter of time. Um, but, you know, going down to Nashville and beating a really, really good Northwestern team will, will be a huge step for that. Getting to a bowl game is huge, you know, cause you get that extra practices for those young kids and stuff. But, um, but winning one um, is, is even more important. I do think this team was really special, and but one thing that really sets them apart is this team isn't a fluke. They made it to consecutive bowl games, which not many Kentucky teams can say they did, but they also showed that we aren't some bottom feeders in the SEC anymore, and that we're actually one of the top teams in the SEC East, and we will continue to be a force to be reckoned with. So I think that the fear in our opponents will only continue to increase if we have a solid bowl game this month, and... If we get a win, I think recruits will start considering us more seriously, and also teams will take us more seriously. So I just really think that this bowl game is vital to our future. Something. I mean, I. Go ahead. I definitely think so. You know, I mean, um, it's it's huge. winning. You know, winning these these games late is huge. I mean, you look at Kentucky season, and they, you know, were lost one of the wire to Ole Miss and lost one of the wire to Florida. Those could have gone either way. Um, you know, you, you win those and you're, you know, you're, you're nine and three. Um, and I know, you know, you can play that what if game with, with everything, but you know, Kentucky, I mean, they haven't won nine games in, in I don't know how long. Um, so, I mean, they're right, they're right there on the cusp. Like we were in 2014 and 2015 and, you know, a win getting, getting, uh, getting their eighth win in the season, you know, will do great things for, for, for those guys' mindsets and, and even the, and the fans too. I also think that 
Kentucky is going to be in a great direction because the athletic department is putting more money into the program more than ever, and they're really taking the football programs as seriously as a basketball program now. So I think that with the proper materials to do the things that they want to do, I think that having the money to do that is very instrumental to our future, and I'm really glad that we're doing that now. But something that is transitioning to Boston College now, something that most Kentucky fans don't know much about is your career with Boston College after your tenure at Kentucky. Can you tell us what you liked about that program and also why you chose to transfer to that school in particular? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, was a tough environment with tough people. I mean, I was, I was looking to kind of get back to that. You know, my high school program was, was you know, a bunch of kind of like-minded guys who just worked really, really hard and loved football. I mean, you know, that was kind of what I was looking for when I left Kentucky. I mean, I was able to find that at BC, you know, starting with our head coach, Coach Adazio. And he, you know, instilled that kind of, that mindset of, hey, um, you know, we might not be the most talented, but <clears throat> we're going to work harder than everybody. And I think that was, that was huge um, for, for these guys, or for, for us and for everybody. And then, you know, to win our last, our last three games, um, you know, to, to beat UConn on senior day uh, by 30 and then to go in and beat, a, you know, a good Wake Forest team on the road to get our sixth win and then to beat Maryland, you know, a Big Ten football team, um, in the, in the uh, um, Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit was huge. Um, it was my first ever bowl game, so I was grateful for that. And we won the bowl game, and that was got you know got an awesome trophy, and that that was a, a heck of an experience. Can you also tell us what the difference between an AC school, ACC school, and an SEC school is in the football? Yeah, you know. There's a lot. There's differences everywhere. You know, at, at BC, you know, we were the the only uh, Power Five school to not have an indoor. You know, they're getting one now. Uh, they're in the process of getting one now because you know, like you mentioned, I mentioned earlier um, that you know, without facilities, you know, it's really really hard to kind of stay on track with these with these Power Five schools. So, so BC is doing a really good job of getting to that. But uh, you know, up in the Northeast, there's there's a lot of other things going on. You know, in Boston, it was nice because they had the Patriots and. Red Sox and, you know, Boston College Athletics, you know, were, were definitely not the focal point. Now, they were, they were extremely important to the, to the community, but, you know, there were a lot of other things that, you know, people had kind of, um, you know, that were fans of, you know, it was the Bruins or Celtics or, or, or everybody. And, um, you know, here in Lexington, um, it's all college football and college basketball. And really in the southeast, that's really what it is. You know, people live and breathe, live and die college football and, um, you know, I would say the the level of football is the same. I mean, you saw that with Clemson beating Alabama in the national championship this year. Um, and I think Clemson's, I mean, I don't know if they're the favorite, but I, if you ask me, I think they're going to beat Alabama and then go, go in to beat Georgia in the SEC, or sorry, the national championship. But, um, you know, size, you know, maybe the SEC's a little bit bigger, but, you know, as far as, as talent and, you know, winning programs, it doesn't get better than Clemson. And, you know, Florida State had a down year, but they're traditionally very good. And then, you know, Lowell's a, an electric football team. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times people are like, yay, SEC, SEC. And they deserve all the credit that they've gotten because they're a heck of a league. But the ACC is, is, is not as far behind as people think. We see 
in the ACC now, the number one pick in last year's draft, Mitchell Trubisky, came from North Carolina. So there's top picks coming from the ACC also. So I do think that the gap between other programs, other conferences, my bad, is narrowing now because there's really, if you think about it, only three real threats in the SEC. If you, because there's, of course, Alabama, Auburn, and Georgia, which are all in the playoffs. So it's really top-heavy. And there, But there's also the teams that are kind of in the middle of the pack, whether it's Texas A&M, usually Florida, LSU. These teams are in their down parts now. So, And then you look at teams in the Big 12, whether it's Oklahoma or it's Texas, who's usually a power school. So it's just a lot of different things going into it. But ACC is really close to all these other programs. And usually ACC is considered a basketball uh, conference. So I'm glad the ACC is getting more credit now with number one picks, Clemson, Florida State. But I still do think that SEC has a little bit of an edge on them. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I can see that. But, you know, if you look at, I mean, you know, the, the ACC kind of top to bottom, I mean, I mean, at least in the Atlantic side, um, which I think is, you know, it's bad, it's bad that I don't know what side, what, which, what, uh, what's the heart of the division, you know, BC, what, what it's called, but, um, you know, Wake Forest, good football team, you know, took Notre Dame down to the wire. And you look at NC State, you know, really good football team, uh, lost to a really good South Carolina team, but, Beat a lot of other teams in Syracuse, you know, who's not going to bowl game this year. They still beat Clemson. Now, granted, it was in the dome, and crazy things happened there. But, um, but you know, the ACC is, is going to be here to stay for a while. Because you showed the uh, capability to run the ball, but also be a passing threat, whether it was at your time at Kentucky or Boston College, you were on some NFL team's radars, even getting the opportunity to try out with the Houston Texans. What was that like being able to compete for an invite on an NFL team? That was good. I mean, I, I loved going down there and competing with you know, the best players in the world. Um, you know, I wish it would have gone a little differently. I mean, I was glad to go down there and, and show my stuff. Some people thought you might transfer into a tight end if you went to the NFL. What do you think about that? Do you think you would have been able to do it successfully, or would you rather stay a quarterback? I want to play, um, and, I, and I'll do whatever it takes to get there. You know, I would play left tackle if somebody told me that I could play in the NFL if I did it. Um, you know, I'm trying to get in it any way I can. I'm, I'm still haven't given up on it, um, but um, but yeah, you know, I mean, whatever it is, I love playing quarterback. I would love to do that, but. I understand that that's not always the way it goes, and um, you know I'd be ready to do anything. Has there been any interest in playing in another league other than the NFL? Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, I had a tryout with the CFL team, but um, that really didn't go great. And then you know I've had a couple offers to play overseas, but you know I'm, I'm trying to try to get in the NFL. Um, you know that's definitely obviously the best league and. Um, probably the, definitely the safest week. Um, so I'm um, still trying to do that. You know, if that doesn't work this time around next year, then, then maybe we'll see uh, see what other options we got. But I'm still trying to play there. Something that you're doing right now is you're helping out in high school football at Paris, Paris County High School. 
some of our viewers saw this recently as you were on the news shown helping out at the school during the end of their season and their coach said that you really helped out. What made you want to do that and could this be something you continue to do in the future? I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to worry about right now um, what's going on now. But um, Their offense coordinator, G. Davis, is worse than my dad. And he gave me a call. That's why I want to help out. And um, I kind of assumed a little bigger role than I at first anticipated with help calling plays and stuff. But, you know, it was great working with those kids. And, uh, you know, I was really grateful for that. And, you know, I don't know where I'll be this time next year, but if I am around, around here, I would love to continue to help. Um, you know, I really, really enjoyed that. Well, Patrick, I'm really glad that you were able to join us and hopefully you had a fun time talking with us. We would love to have you back on sometime if you're interested. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks again. Well, this has been our interview with former Kentucky and Boston College quarterback Patrick Tolles on the Ball Talk Pod. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you.